Hi, and welcome to the Padded Room. Today's guest, well, let me just say this is episode two. Um, today's guest is a very, very special friend of mine. She's like my sister. Um, if it had not to do with blood, this would be my baby sister. Um, she also has a podcast. I'll let her tell you a little about it. But her name is Taylor Journey Ford. Hello, guys. My name is Taylor Journey Ford, like Tamika said. And I do have a podcast called I Left the Light On For You, where um, our topics shift the world's culture into the truth of who God is. So shifting the world's culture to God's truth. It's my podcast. Awesome. Awesome, guys. Please subscribe. Check her out. She's a kindred spirit, and her aura is amazing. So today we're going to talk about overcoming and trusting in God. Sometimes I think mental illness or or the breakdowns that we may have is caused by being overwhelmed and not trusting in God. You know, and being overwhelmed just does so much to your mind, and you can't think straight. So... Come on and join our conversation. Yeah, I I definitely feel that way. I feel like a lot of my break breakdowns or just my tough moments are just from my thoughts and like how I use certain situations. Cause I always want to know that I'm doing the right thing or I always want to know like the outcome of, of something. And that makes me usually I think as human beings we naturally think of the worst outcome. And that always stops me from doing whatever it is that I had my mindset on because I'm like, it's not going to work out anyway. And that's just my own reality. Like, it's not the truth. It's not the real fact, but it's just how I perceive things sometimes, you know? Right. I also do the same thing. Like, uh, I recently acquired a therapist. Uh, I recently had a breakdown maybe like three, four days ago, and I realized that I needed a little more help than what I was um, being honest about. Mm-hmm. And... um she puts some things into perspective for when, when I overthink, I shut down. Mm. So if I'm working on a project and I'm overthinking it, instead of doing exactly what the client asked me to do, I'm adding in my uh, tweaks about it. Mm-hmm. I become overwhelmed mm-hmm. and then I shut down and then I'm unable to complete the project. Right. And um, I have to stop. Yeah. And then and then I have to. I have to believe in me more, but I have to trust in God more than that. Yeah, yeah, because like we were just saying, we naturally, even if it's subconsciously, we have this low self-esteem yes. of ourselves. Yes. So when we ask God for stuff, it's out of what we see and right. how we feel about things instead of how big He is. Right, or or not even sometimes, not even thinking about even asking God, you yeah, know. Yeah, we just automatically like... Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's just so weird to even have this conversation because a lot of people may be like, oh, well, no, you know, it's me. But I think if we put more faith in God, Mm -hmm. um, things would really work out because I sit back and I watch people who put faith in God. Right. And they seem to soar Mm -hmm. or they put faith in a higher power than themselves. Right. And they seem to soar. Mm -hmm. You know, not saying that they don't have problems because everyone has problems, but. Yeah. You know, as an entrepreneur, I think we need to put a little faith in a higher power because yeah. this is this is a different journey and mm-hmm. not everyone is going to be successful at all. Yeah, and like I think as humans we're 
we're always up and down like yeah. in our identity sometimes or just how we view things in our situations but God is sustainable and he's never up and down he's always right. sure and I feel like the people that really just have this really faith driven mindset where they're not really involved in themselves they can go forward and be successful because of what their foundation is set on right. not and their, their foundation isn't themselves because humans were messy we're broken people right you know but God is not messy God is like perfect in right. every way and like he, he just knows all things it's not our job to know all things and I think that's why why I struggle a lot sometimes and don't really go forward with certain things because I try to know everything yes it's not my responsibility yeah. to know everything yeah yeah and you I think with me being a Virgo um if anyone knows a Virgo we are very special people and <laughs> uh, we like to be profession perfectionists um and we're not but we are very detail oriented and I think that holds me back because I look at every little detail. Yeah. Like every single detail to the T. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's the worst. Yeah, because yeah. it holds me back. Mm-hmm. Instead of me just doing it, failing to see and going to the next level, I just stop. Yeah. And I quit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I recently shut down unstressed because I got stressed. Yeah, that is so funny. I got stressed and I can admit that I shut unstressed down about three times (laughs) a year because I get stressed and I get overwhelmed because I feel like it's not doing what it should be doing. Right. And then it makes me feel like my products are not good enough. Right. Or I look at someone else's social media content and page and Mm -hmm. feel inadequate. Mm -hmm. So I just say, you know what, I'm done. Right. Because I begin to be overwhelmed. Yeah, exactly. That's how I, I was feeling. I feel like for the past couple months, I was going through that situation where it's just like, this is not how it's supposed to be. Like, I'm supposed to be farther by now. I'm supposed to be this, this, and that. But that's our own, like, our own perception of where we're supposed, supposed to, to be. be. Right. God never said that. We're saying that. We know nothing. Right. You know, God never said you're going to be because if you were, you would be there. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird that you said that because I feel like, you know, I should be somewhere else. But then truthfully, no, I shouldn't. I should right. be right where I am mm-hmm. because I haven't found that foundation yet. Mm-hmm. And I hope with this podcast mm-hmm. and other things that I'm working on mm-hmm. that one, I'll build that foundation with God first because I need something sustainable to stand on Definitely. that's not going to shift. Mm-hmm. Because exactly. if what I stand on shifts, then I'm going to fall. Exactly. God's never going to shift or be breakable. Right. So I think like uh, having a stronger foundation in God Mm -hmm. for anyone or whoever your religious belief is, is kind of the glue that holds you together. Definitely. Because it doesn't shift. It doesn't change. It's the same. Mm -hmm. You know, God loves you whether you sin or you don't sin. Whether -hmm. whether you take a life or you don't take a life, you know, he still loves you. Yes. Yeah. I feel like something that I've been noticing for myself is that I always, at least I used to be like, God, can you fix this situation? And God will, Mm -hmm. but you also have to ask, well, what is my part to do in this? Like, you have to partner with God to, like, fix certain situations. Like, what is, how am I supposed to go forward in this? And I noticed that when I overthink something, God gave me gave me this tool and this book called The Artist's Way where you write down what your thoughts are saying. So if I'm feeling like um, on one side I'll write 
lies and so i'll write down okay i'm ugly this is not working this is i'm gonna be unsuccessful here then i write down the truth like an affirmation mm -hmm. but i always try to make my affirmations based in christ because i feel mm -hmm. like if you base it in yourself it's like okay you might not feel beautiful the next day like right. you're saying this today but you'll probably feel ugly tomorrow right. but god what god says about us is lasting so like doing those tools and then meditating on those every single day like the truth mm -hmm. I feel like my mind's becoming so much more clear. Right. And I don't overthink as much because I know that those are just lies. Right, right. Yeah. They have this book called The Five Minute Rule. Hmm, I never heard of it. And that. it's like, I'm sorry, The Five Second Rule because a lot of times what happens is we, we get to this certain point and we be like, all right, we're about to do it. And then it takes five seconds for something to change our mind. Yeah, oh my gosh, wow. And that happens so much Definitely. and it happens so much with me mm -hmm. you know in business mm -hmm. um that i have these ideas and when it's time to go i freeze yeah and i be like well you know i should have been here i should have been somewhere but then i think about my part that i play mm -hmm. and why i'm not where i'm supposed to be wow and it's me mm -hmm. it's not someone else mm -hmm. It's me because I have opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I was offered a couple days ago to do a to do a quick conference call, and I didn't because of fear. Wow. You know, mm -hmm. and that conference calls. Who know where that conference call would have taken me? Right. Because someone who has a large social status asked me to do this conference call. And I never gave a date or anything because instantly I shut down. Instantly my anxiety and my fear instead of me calling on God. Right. Yeah, we, we give, we're so quick to give in to those negative thoughts. Yes. When God is the opposite of those negative thoughts. Yes. I mean, He's oftentimes like our last resort that we call on and it's too late. Right. We, we miss the opportunity. We miss the opportunity because mm -hmm. the minute he, he asks me, the first thing I'm thinking, what, what do I look like in a camera? Oh my gosh, yeah. You know. In the same way. Are they going to really listen to me? Mm -hmm. What am I going to say? Mm -hmm. And that, right when you have those thoughts, it's like, if you write them down, are they going to listen to me on one side? Right. Yes, they are going to listen to me because I have important things to say. Right. I give ideas that are life-changing, yes. which you always do. Mm -hmm. What do I look like in the camera? I'm beautiful in the camera. See, I, I have to really feel that. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And I don't think people really understand that you have to feel it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And calling on God a little more, maybe that would help me feel who I am supposed to be and who I am right now. Yeah. You know, because yeah. everyone everyone want to feel accepted. Mm -hmm. And on that conference call, I just want to feel accepted. Yeah. Wow. You know, it was so weird because I was listening to Lizzo the other day mm -hmm. and she had a breakdown. I've seen that. And it just tore my heart apart because she portrays to have so much confidence mm -hmm. and it shows that she's a real person exactly. that she has breakdowns too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know that just was crazy just watching her film like you know maybe i am what everyone says yeah that really broke my heart because all that that she was saying was just a lie like she's not disgusting no. she's ridiculous, ridiculously beautiful. beautiful and she's been such a like trailblazer for so many people. yes like yes. it really hurt me to hear her say those things yes i, I actually bit. wanted to find her publicist or mm -hmm. someone and i wanted to make her a shirt mm -hmm. 
you know, the shirt, the mirror image shirts that I make. I wanted to make her one. I think that's a beautiful idea. And just, you know, and it's not for fame or whatever. It's for self. Yeah. You know, it's for self. For those days where you don't feel beautiful, you have your own personal reminder. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's really beautiful. I have a question for you. Sure. You say, like, you know, you didn't do that conference call because of certain things that you felt after like I guess like a couple days later does that moment of you denying it help you in your rising like do you feel like when you when that happens do you feel like you're getting back up on your feet or do you still feel on the ground I still feel even more on the ground because I I missed another opportunity Mm. you know and um this person keeps reaching out for me to create more opportunity for me and I keep finding ways to run and eventually they're not going to reach out for opportunity Mm -hmm. because there's going to be someone else that comes along Mm -hmm. and that's going to do it scared exactly you know yeah yeah I think that's something that I've been working on too like there's been certain situations where I I'm like okay I'm not pretty enough right now to do this blah 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 and, and then I'm just like you know what this is probably never going to happen again I want to get out of my way I'm going to do it while I feel ugly I'm going to do it while I don't feel like people are really going to listen to me right and you just feel I think when you start off you feel those thoughts and emotions mm-hmm. but then when you're into it it's like Okay, this is great. Like, yeah. and I think it. I think that the next time that opportunity comes, obviously it's easier said than done. Maybe try to push past that and just be like, okay, if I feel ugly, I'm gonna do it anyway. Because the truth is, you're not ugly. It's just what you you think. Yeah, but see, that thinking is twenty. It's so dangerous. It's twenty. Almost no, it's thirty. It's thirty-two years of. of that. Hearing your aunt say at eight years old that you may be ugly now, mm-hmm. but when you get older, you'll be pretty. Mm-hmm. So it always has, has me that. second guessing me. Yeah. Wow. And then I'm always stuck with residual hurt or some mental anguish and social anxiety. Yeah. That's the hard part, I think dealing with like childhood stuff it's like how do I get up from this yeah how do I thrive yeah when I'm still eight wow yeah as a older woman as an older woman how do I thrive yeah when I'm still eight wow you know and talking to the therapist the last couple days really had me realize where I am stuck at Mm -hmm. why I can't get past this and um I recently seen a picture of myself when I was younger Mm -hmm. and I just seen like wow she's really beautiful but to move forward from that it's really difficult yeah it's really difficult Mm -hmm. because there's so much pain that comes with her words Mm -hmm. and especially being a young girl you're so impressionable and you believe everything that everybody says about you Yes. especially if you don't have anyone like counteracting whatever negative is being said like that's your mindset until you you deal with it so that is very hard and I I feel like I'm in not the same situation Mm -hmm. but dealing with childhood stuff I feel like it's so heavy that I don't know like 
how to let it go. I don't know how to let it go, and I don't know how to. I don't know where to go. Like, right. what are my next steps to get and, out of it? And the thing it's is, like, so it's not like we're literally holding it on to us. It's just it's like certain this situations mm-hmm. that just bring it up. Yeah, and you're like, oh gosh. Like, I'm so why are this. you here? You know, like yeah. I thought that I was over you. Mm-hmm. And here you go again. Do you address the person? Because that's yeah. what my therapist was like. She was like, well, you know, maybe you should speak with her. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, speak with her and let her know how you feel. And maybe that is a way to yeah. move past it. That, that's really tough, too. That is hard. One, is like you have to face that person. Yes. And be really honest about how they treated you. And then two is like they might not even care, and then right. they might not even apologize. Right. And that's really hard. I've dealt with situations like that. It's just like I was better off keeping it to myself. Right. <laughs> I should just left it alone. Or, or yeah. like, are you really going to get out of it? Are you going to get that? <sighs> and you, you really know? don't. And a lot of times you don't. It's just like dating a guy. Yeah. And um, you want that closure. Yeah. And you don't get that closure. And I think with mm-hmm. this situation, somehow we have to try to give ourselves that closure of our past so we can move forward. Yeah. Yeah. And I think secretly, too, even when we do come to the person, you're still looking for that approval. You're still looking for that approval. Please this about me. Like, you please know? say the opposite of what you said about me now. Right. And that really doesn't Or try to prove the them wrong. You know, because I remember growing up, I was a piece of work (laughs) and that's because I was dealing with my own issues Yeah. and they started like, oh, Tamika's so bad, Tamika's so bad, Tamika's so bad. So when I got older, I wanted to show them that I was good. I wanted to show them all these good things that I was doing so they can see that I'm not her, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and all it takes is for one thing to happen and they'd like, see, she didn't change. You know, oh overlook everything that I have done, mm-hmm. and one thing happened, and to say Tamika has not changed. And doesn't it feel like your life is sort of reduced to that moment? Yes. Even though you've done all these great things. It's done like, all these this great is things. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Regardless of me changing the world, I'm or still this one thing. I'm still this one thing. I'm still this bad Tamika. You get what oh, I'm saying? Oh my gosh. That is so crazy. Painful. It's very painful, and then you have to smile through it. Mm-hmm. And be okay. That's the worst part uh-huh. about it. Because it's like, okay, you don't want them to see you being like weak. Right. You can't really express yourself right now because they're not really in the safest space to do it. So it's like, you just gotta wait till you get home to bring yeah, it down. You gotta just wing it. Like, okay, whatever. Yeah, when that's when that's not really how you're feeling, you're, you're saying, you know, mm-hmm. that's not me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not, though this bad thing happened, I'm not a bad person. I wasn't a bad child. I was a broken child. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's so crazy. crazy. It's just like so much of your childhood shapes you. That's like the hardest part I feel like dealing with. I'm like, man, I wish certain stuff didn't happen because I wouldn't have this problem. Right. I wouldn't have to feel this weight. Like This weight, exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't have to feel this weight. You know, mm-hmm. and and I think to really trust in God more, mm-hmm. and and just to put Him in you mm-hmm. and around you, He will hold that weight. Yeah. But the thing is, like keeping them near, like 
we can begin to mm-hmm. trust on trust in him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then when things are going good, I think sometimes as people we forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we forget. I remember when um, I left my ex-husband and I was homeless and mm-hmm. sleeping in my car and all I had was God. I had no one because I was embarrassed mm-hmm. that I left my children here and was homeless. And all I had was him. All I had was him. And I want to go back to that moment where all I had is him. Mm-hmm. Because I was able to do so much more. Yeah. Because all I had was him. Wow. Oh, I totally resonate with that. Especially during this time of COVID going on, mm-hmm. the world is just at a standstill. Yes. And I really took this time to like make up my real foundation. Mm. Cause I feel like for so long, just life is always happening. It's like, okay, sorry God, I gotta do this. I gotta do this, I gotta do this. And he's always on the back burner. Mm-hmm. And since the world is just silent right now in a way, it's like really all you have is God. Like this is the perfect time to right. really get back. Um, as, as best as possible because everybody has their own life and things going on but this is like the perfect time when there's really no outside world happening like usual right. to really get back so you feel like this is the perfect time to rebuild your foundation definitely I've spent the past what like 8 or 9 months because we've been in like quarantine for that long just okay. doing that and it's so funny because I wrote um my list of goals for 2020 last year mm-hmm. and I, I lost the list but I know myself and I know I had like get certain things done and mm-hmm. get this done get this done none of those things happened but wow. the one thing that did happen that I had on my list was build a real relationship with God mm-hmm. and I feel like in a way that God did that on purpose because everything was always before God yes. and now when I would achieve my goals in previous years this is the first year I haven't achieved my any of my goals and my only goal that did work out was my real relationship with him wow Mm -hmm. wow I have a sister that has a strong strong foundation with God and I sit back and I just watch and um sometimes I want to ask her how did you do it because no one really tells you how to have a relationship with God like you have to find this on your own you do that's the tough to it. It always makes me sad when people are just like, I don't know how to like build a relationship with God. Like God doesn't want to talk to me because I haven't talked to him in so long. But that's not true. I think we are so, as a culture, we're like, we have to give everything at one time to something. Right. And even though it is like maybe noble at times, I feel like we can just start with what we have. But God obviously knows we're very busy mm-hmm. at times. And... So I, for me, I, it, I just started off just watching a sermon a day. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I can give a bit more here. And then it was, okay, setting a certain prayer time where I would only like cut off my phone and only pray to God. Like, it's just really small steps that eventually, because you are seeking that time of God, he'll increase your hunger mm-hmm. for him. And then you'll be able to like compartmentalize where things should go. And with that, God is always first in that. Right. And everything else is around him, if that makes sense. Right. So, what would you give some tips for someone that is seeking God? Just God from your experience, mm-hmm. from you know finding Him and making Him your foundation. Mm-hmm. What are um, some of the tips? 
I know for me, before when I was studying acting a lot, like I, that was like my God in a way. And so I would, every single day, would just give like 10 hours to acting. Mm-hmm. And God would get my evening morning prayers that were so basic. Um, but I think you just have to find what idols are in your life that should be in, that that God should have that place. Like, right. if it's social media, okay, like, scroll social media a bit, but how, really how much is it taking up of your day? One day I looked and I was like three hours and 59 minutes on wow. social media. Well, that could have been given to God. Exactly. You, know, you know, like, we have those moments, but I think we make it hard for ourselves to find those moments. Mm-hmm. And I think um, another really good thing that helped me was in the summertime, it was like every single day I was fasting. Like, I was doing a food fast or um, I was only drinking like juices all that kind of stuff and someone says that when you fast you create a spiritual hunger for God mm. and so I kid you not when I was fasting I only wanted to be in God's presence like I didn't want to watch TV I didn't want to be on my phone and then when my fast w- would be over I'm like God I don't want to go back to the life that I just was in like, right I only want to be in your presence right now like I think fasting is the best step to really start that foundation because you're really giving away something that you um getting rid of something that you love to fill it up with god Mm. i think that was the best thing i ever did and ever since that moment i've been really steady with god for like seven months now oh wow Mm -hmm. i read of my fasting i have never i have never fasted before Mm -hmm. um but it is something that I am working towards. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of people say, I'm going to jump on this the next day. No, this is a gradual thing. My relationship yeah. with God is increasing gradually. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, because anything instant is not going to last. At all. And like, you'll get worn out. From yeah. It. And God doesn't want you to do that. Like, just approach it slowly and as best as possible. And you, it's honestly, we don't have to do anything. God is going to create the hunger for us to be in Him. Like, we don't right. have to do it ourselves. Right. Yeah. I, I remember I used to get overwhelmed with prayer. And I used to feel like I didn't pray good enough. Oh my gosh, yeah. And <laughs> I will, I'll be in church or I'll be with my sister mm-hmm. and her husband. Who I love very much, um, and hear them pray, and I said, "Lord, I just want to pray like that one day." Yeah. And I used to get intimidated with prayer until I have, until I started to have to pray for my son. Mm. And then it just was the basic prayers, like, "Lord, just please protect him, yeah. keep him safe, make sure no harm comes mm-hmm. his way," mm-hmm. you know. And then I just kept doing it. You know, and a little more came, mm-hmm. but I, I was okay with my prayer because that. that's my prayer. Yeah. And someone else who's able to pray long-winded, that's, that's their, their prayer. prayer. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I love the long-winded prayer, but mm-hmm. that's just not me. I just keep it simple. Yes. Lord, thank you for the food that we received. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> church culture sometimes it's so strict like you have to do this you have to do this and I used to get intimidated about praying too because I'm like okay I don't really know what to say like I don't know like I feel like I need to be on my knees and like in a closet or something and God just revealed to me like you don't have to do any of that like pray where you are yeah and like 
sometimes it's like what are the words to pray and sometimes I don't have those words and I'm like God you know how I'm feeling can you take this yes, as a prayer because yes. I don't know how to say this right now yes, like, we yes. make it so hard for ourselves and I think God just wants us to bring our hearts to him we don't have to have the right words like yeah. we just say like I don't know God but yes. you know what I'm feeling our tears are our prayers yes. our yes, sighs yes. are our prayers like in a way, we're kind of praying all the time. Yeah. I remember when I used to walk in a church and tears used to just flow. Oh. Flow, 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 flow. And I just could not understand it. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother used to say that that's God wrapping his hands around you. I love that. I believe yeah. that. Yeah. That's so sweet. I wish he would just wrap his hands around me. Right now. Yeah. You know, just, just, want just yeah, just wrap your hands around me. Yeah. Right now, and just help me on my next journey. Mm-hmm. You that, know, be, can because be things are shifting, mm-hmm. and I just want to be covered on my next journey. Yeah, yeah. I think we. I know for me sometimes I'm like God. I just wish you would come down here and give me a hug. Yes. And I just show me my fine. direction. Yeah. You know, just exactly. tell me, tell me I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. The hell with everyone else. Just you tell me I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. Are you? Can you just? Hold my hand while I exactly. do this podcast. Or could you just be there while mm-hmm. I move forward in business and uncomfortable? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Or at least I used to be. I feel like, God, I just wish that you were like my like my life partner that I could see. Because I know you're here right now. Right. But I just want to feel you. Yes. And I started just kind of coming up with images in my head of certain situations. Like if I was having a breakdown, I would imagine it was just me and God and like mm-hmm. I'm crying in God's arms. Like and that really feels realistic. Right. Because even though I don't really see God and I don't necessarily feel him the way I want to feel him. I'm like, okay, I know God's here right now, and I am coming into his arms. Right, yeah. right, right. Uh, there is a patient of mine that was like, God isn't real. You can't see him. I said, so you go outside and you breathe air. Can you see air? Right, right. You can't see air, but you know it's there. You depend on this air to breathe. Exactly, yeah. You know, so I just, my goal for 2021 is foundation Ooh. it's all about building a foundation mm-hmm. you know whether it's foundation with God self mm-hmm. business it's all about foundations because I don't have a foundation right now mm-hmm. and my foundation that I do have is not solid like mm-hmm. it's so that's why I say I don't have a foundation right now because I constantly fall yeah when I stand up it's only for a little bit you know, um, I'm like quicksand yeah. or like a, like a marsh. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, I really have to be careful where I step at. And I feel like me stepping, that is my emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, that is my mental wellness. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I am okay. And then I go into this slope and that's the marsh and I'm stuck. You know, and just learning how to just stay on top. Even though I'm going to have my moments, I want to be able to stay on top of my mental wellness. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, because mm-hmm. I, I think that that right there is why I am not where I need to be mm-hmm. or where I should be. Right. Yeah, it's so slow. Most of your life is in your mind. Yes. And if you're not in charge and in control of what you're thinking, your life will not be right. Right. Also. Right, right. And you yes. have to be in control. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of times I'm not, I overthink. 
instead of just being on the point of what it is, I overthink every daggone thing. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. I read somewhere that someone said they overthink also, but they started praying about about overthinking, like, how it could be used as a tool. Right. And asking God for direction on how they can use this as a tool instead of, like, an enemy for themselves. So I started praying that, and I feel like I'm now getting to that place Mm -hmm. of not really overthinking like I still have my moments but I feel like God's given me the proper tools to really overcome the wrong thoughts that I have yeah. well, I would like to thank you for this amazing conversation and she will be back multiple times <laughs> um, thank you so much for being a piece in my life Aww. you know as you Hi. go on your new journey Tika, oh my gosh. <laughs> you don't make me emotional. No, it's just watching you grow and you stepping out on your own. It's such a beautiful sight and I wish you nothing but the best. And I just hope you don't forget me. <laughs> okay, wait, I don't want to cry right now. Tika. Yes. <laughs> I freaking love you so much and like you're one of like the closest people to me and that's never gonna happen yeah just you know people say that and you know um and it happens and I just want you to know how much I love you how much I admire you and um I wish nothing but the best even when things aren't good I wish you nothing but the best you know just to overcome every obstacle with a smile Okay. I love you. I love you too. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. It was not perfect, but it was what God wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Take it easy until next time. Your mental health matters. <laughs>